Hello guys and welcome to the Stefanelli podcast. This is going to be a very uh, unusual episode since you can probably hear already the noises in the background. There are birds here singing, there's a little music playing in a house here close by and sometimes motorcycles will be passing. But I'm seated here uh, in the square of the town that I'm now currently living in, which is called San Pancho. And I found a little spot with shade. And for those of you who are watching the video on YouTube, you can see the amazing art behind me. But I put up a question recently on Instagram, you know, the type of uh, thing where you guys can ask questions. So I wanted to do a little Q&A right now today in this podcast where I go through the questions you guys sent me along with uh, telling you a little bit about what I'm doing here in Mexico, what brought me here uh, and all that good stuff. But you guys were asking a lot about that in the questions. So uh, right before I start this, I just want to remind you that if you want to support the show or the music or me in any way, there are many ways you can do that and you probably know about them, but you can head over to Patreon. Uh, and there you can pay a monthly subscription for unreleased music, behind-the-scenes videos, uh, poetry and blog posts and thoughts that I don't share anywhere else. Right now I have a song on there with Ivan Mentes, which is completely unreleased. You guys haven't heard any of it. <laughs> Little dog walking by me now. <laughs> uh, yeah, song with Ivan Mentes is on Patreon, so if you want to listen to that unreleased song, you can go ahead and check it out by going on Patreon and then you also support me and being able to keep on uh, creating music, videos and podcasts and all that. Of course, the best way to support is just to share it, tell your friends about it, of course, watching it yourself. And if you listen to the music, please put it on your playlists, put it on repeat over the night if you want to help me get those streams up. <laughs> And yes, yeah, sharing is caring. So that's the number one way to support. You can also head over to my website and then you'll find everything that I'm doing. It's stefanelli.life. You know how it's spelled and I have all of this in the, in the description or whatever you call it here on podcast. So uh, now you guys know how you can support me and I trust that every single one of you will go ahead and do that in, in some way. But I'm going to go here and check out the questions now that you've sent me. So I'm recording this on my phone, uh, which is the first time since I don't have any mic here. The phone is the best I could do. But I believe the phone has actually uh, got a very nice microphone. So uh, let's go to the first question that came in here from my friend Connie. She's asking, where do you live in Mexico? Uh, and did you have friends there before? So, yeah, I'll tell you, I landed in Mexico City. I stayed there for two days. Then I came down here to uh, Sayulita, which is a little town on the west coast. And from there I moved up, no, yeah, moved up north a tiny little bit to an even smaller town called San Pancho. And that's where I'm staying right now. And it's sometimes called San Francisco too. So when you Google this on the map or something, you could find they call it San Francisco as well. Uh, so that's where I'm living right now in Mexico. I got an apartment for a month at least. So I'll be staying here at least a month. Uh, it's a beautiful town by the beach. Gorgeous sunsets every single evening. Uh, kind of a relaxed bohemian vibe here. People are very chilled out and just enjoying life. Surfing, skating, making art, ma making, art making music, all that good stuff. So yes, yeah, San Pancho is where I'm at. Uh, and another question coming in here. Uh, uh, how is the COVID situation in Mexico? Hope you are feeling free there. Yeah, so uh, honestly, I am not up to date when it comes to uh, numbers published by uh, what we refer to as official organizations that are allegedly posting the numbers of what is happening. I do not check that, but... For me coming here, uh, the COVID situation uh, essentially seems to be 95% non-existent. Uh, 
people walk around without masks. Everyone seems to be happy, seems to be enjoying life here in the sun. Uh, people have gotten COVID here that I've talked to, but for them it's been very mild. Uh, most people have told me, you know, two days maybe where they had a headache or two days where they didn't have much uh, sense of taste or something like that. But that's it. So, yeah, honestly, I feel like I entered into some sort of vortex by coming here. You know, I hopped on the plane, I came here and all, of course taking all the procedures uh, when I was traveling here. But now, since I made it, uh, honestly, it feels like there's nothing here you know I, I hopped into a vortex where i can just chill out enjoy life meet people we're dancing together uh, making art making music all this beautiful stuff so at least in my perception it's very good right here um okay so uh let's keep on going with the questions uh, can you earn some money for a living and eating and traveling or is that difficult? So yeah, this is something probably a lot of uh, people will be thinking about the money situation when going on a journey like this. For me, I had been blessed enough to uh, have saved up some money. So I got some money. Uh, uh, so I don't need to earn anything for uh, quite some time and I'll be all right. Uh, but I will definitely focus in on earning some money while I'm here and doing that through sharing music, through the podcast, uh, producing beats and all of this good stuff. But, you know, guys, it, it gets tough. Like I'm still trying to figure out how I will do it. I have this money saved up, but I'm honestly, I stepped into the unknown. I have no idea how I'm going to sustain this completely. <laughs> So if you feel called to help out and if you want to support me in this, uh, I would really much appreciate you going to Patreon, checking that out, see if you enjoy it. Or, you know, you can also, if you just want to donate for the music, my PayPal is on my website, just stefanelih at gmail. Uh, you'll find that there if you want to donate. And then you can also buy my music on iTunes and on my website under uh, support me so yeah guys honestly you know uh, I trust that it will all work itself out but right now I'm kind of in this uh, you know state of probability where I don't really know how I'm going to figure things out but I just jumped the gun and came here and decided that uh, I would just have to figure it out since I'm here <laughs> sometimes I surprise myself with things like this where I just I went out here uh, and of course, you know, I'm blessed that I have a little bit of money saved up. But yeah, I, I don't know how I'm going to do it, uh, except that I know I will do it through the music and through the creations that I'm making. But if you guys want to help, you guys are the one who really keep me going and listening to the music and all of that. So I'm sending you always endless love. And, you know, I try to answer you as quick as I can on Instagram, but sometimes it's quite a lot of messages. So it might take a few days. I apologize for those of you who have to wait for the response. But yeah, so that's how that is here. Um, let's get to uh, another question here. There's a... Okay. ¿Qué te motivo a cantar? Uh, me gustan tus can canciones. Saludos. So to translate this for you, this is Spanish. Uh, what is your motivation to sing? Uh, and then... Uh, she says I love your songs uh, blessings or just you know sa salute saludos so what motivates me to sing uh, honestly this is just a deep urge within me that I feel to express myself creatively cre creativi creatively yeah creatively uh, for me I just can't resist this feeling of having to make something and I use every single uh, thing that I can to channel this creative spirit and the voice is one of the best uh, tools for doing that, for using the creative spirit through the voice because, you know, no one has the same voice as you and it 
feels so good when you feel that vibration down in your chest up going through your throat into your mouth and creating a tone where you can sing a melody sing a song for me this is one of the most beautiful aspects of life if, if i'm honest so my mission really in all of life is always trying to open myself up as a vessel for the creative spirit to let it flow through me in the most effortless way possible. And song is one of the best ways I can think of to do that. But you guys see that I do it in many ways. I've started painting, express myself through movement, singing, playing guitar, drumming, you know, just making a beat. Sometimes I'm just writing. Uh, that's something I want to do more. So. Yeah, there are many different ways I express the creative spirit and song is the main one. As you guys know, you've listened to the music and yeah, that's that's what I like. And the fact that I can inspire you to do the same, like people send me that I inspired them to learn the guitar or to sing or to, you know, post something that they were afraid to post. This is what truly touches my heart, guys. You know, that's why I'm in it because I hope that I can inspire the people and I hope that I can bring more light into the world uh, open people up to not feel so stuck because today so many of us are feeling stuck we're feeling locked up in our bodies locked up in our minds now we're locked up in our houses in most places of the world if you don't want to be locked up in your house I invite you to come here <laughs> come here and join me in Mexico <laughs> So, yeah, that's why I'm in it. Okay, there's a new question coming in here. Uh, what is the biggest difference and most cultural shock between Iceland and Mexico? <sighs> yeah, so I kind of touched on this now. Uh, I feel like the difference between the two places right now is very big when it comes to the COVID situation. Uh, in Iceland, people are very, very cautious. You know, only a few cases will get everyone to close down and go in a full uh, mode of, what should we call it? Uh, it's a fearful mode that we lock ourselves up. Uh, but here it's approached very differently. Uh, things are very open up. People are uh, free to enjoy time with each other, to go out, to do what they want. And for me, that was a very big difference. Sadly, we've gotten used to this COVID reality and most of us just accept that as the current state of affairs. Um, but for me, it was a blessing coming here to realize, oh yes, life still exists. People are still here. I can still meet up with people. I can still go on the street and sing guitar, uh, no, <laughs> sing and play guitar, dance. So that was a huge difference. But when it comes to the core of the culture, of course, it's way different here. People are out in the streets. They're cooking on the corner. People will have a little shop somewhere where they're selling something, you know, these very local businesses. Like what I sense here, there's just a, a, a mom and then she's got her business out here, a, a restaurant, or there's just a little guy on the street trying to break dance for some money and it all feels very local whereas in Iceland it's not as much like that of course there's something but yeah I think you guys get the picture if you've been to both places or if you can imagine there's a big difference and just also in the way people are uh, I feel like here maybe because it's a spot that's also filled with people not from here but you can approach anyone on the street and just go ahead and talk to them say what's up que pasa amigo uh, just you know can uh, spark up a conversation with everyone and I love that um, okay so the, <laughs> there's here a question uh, but it's not a question because it's just saying you're so adorable and a heart <laughs> appreciate that Yasmin very beautiful okay so here is a controversial question saying uh, so do you prefer to help your immune system by yourself or trust the medical and vaccination politics 
Um, so this is a topic people uh, are very emotionally invested in, and this is a topic that is dividing us apart. So we see a narrative playing out where, which is very much influenced by the states, the United States, where they always want to split people into two sides. Uh, they have their two political parties. And now this is an extension of that. Are you pro or anti-vaccine or something like this? And people are, you know, people are having riots in the streets. People are uh, having fights. People are extremely mad at each other. People are losing their friends simply because of this one question. Are you going to take the vaccine or not? And I don't think that's the right approach. So I want to put that forth before I say how I feel about this is that I do not enjoy how it's being portrayed in media and how the clownery of politics is uh, really pushing uh, this agenda on us to take sides and splitting us apart. Uh, but for me, uh, by all the things that I've read, by the research I've done and the people online that I trust and the people in real life that I trust I'm seeing that the people that are healthy, vital take care of their bodies uh, take care of their minds are having a beautiful life most of them uh, say they will not take this vaccine simply because they trust that their immune system will be able to take, to take care of this and that's what we see with the numbers, you don't have to go farther than looking at the st statistics and you see that pretty much all people that get this disease uh, recover and the few that don't, most of them have many underlying illnesses. So the chances of a healthy person being largely affected by this are very small. Uh, but still people will point out to the few cases like, but I heard about this guy, he was healthy and then he got it and has been bad for three months. Of course, this happens. And I'm not saying that it does not exist, but this happens all the time everywhere. You know, people get sick, people that were healthy become unhealthy. And there are various ways that people uh, become sick. And for me, there are way larger problems in the, on our earth right now than this little virus. For example, uh, targeting uh, the fact that our food system is mostly uh, poisoned has mostly poisoned us through uh, terrible farming practices through uh, excessive amounts of sugar and processed food spraying of chemicals on uh, our crops which result in us becoming very unhealthy and not able to fight off a disease like covid but were we to tackle the root of the problem, not the symptom? Because, you know, what we're seeing right now with COVID, this is just like the medical approach, which the Western medical approach, which is trying to fight the symptom without addressing the cause. And the COVID is just a symptom of the way we are treating our planet uh, and the way we are treating ourselves, because we are a part of the planet. Uh, we should go and look deeper than the symptom and look at the cause and ask ourselves what causes a population of primates on a planet called earth to become a susceptible to a virus like this that is of course the way we're uh, going about business that is the pollution of the oceans of the air the malnutrition of the people the the politics uh, where we see uh, that most of our money is in the hands of very few people while there are very many people that do not have anything at all. You know, I heard a statistic about the... I can't remember the numbers exactly, I'm sorry, but uh, if we look at how much the United States spent to bail out the economy for COVID in 2020... The st stats were something close to if we would take one-fourth of that money, we could feed uh, the entirety of the people on Earth, I believe, for a year, if I'm uh, reciting this stat correctly to you. So that shows you that it's not about lives 
really. It's not about lives of people because people are dying every single day, guys. But uh, but we're not addressing that. So to answer the question, no, I am not interested in taking the vaccine and will not do so um, because I trust that I will be able to fight off the virus if I were to get it without a problem. And, uh, and I believe that the way we've handled the situation in the past year with all these limitations, with all these peop- local businesses going bankrupt uh, or cl- having to close down and that same money being transferred up, we say, see that the richest people got way richer in the past year while uh, the rest of the small businesses lost money. So, yeah, I do not support the current way it's being handled and I will not take the vaccine, no. Okay, so let's go to a different question. (laughs) How is your Spanish now? Saludos desde España. Sí, mi español es muy bueno ahora. Necesito practicar un poquito más, eh, necesito practicar mi vocabulario y solo eh, quiero practicar más hablar eh, con la gente, eh, pero es perfecto estar aquí porque puedo hablar con la gente, puedo eh, ir a la playa y hablar con mis amigos, eh, Muchas amigos, eh, muchos mis amigos aquí habla español también. So, es fantástico porque eh, puedo hablar con eh, ustedes y practicar mi español. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been practicing a lot and it's great here uh, to come and pick up vocabulary very fast when I can hang around with the people I can see signs, I can listen in on conversations, so it's a huge blessing to be here and I'm seeing it go up very fast but I also see that you need to put the effort in, you can't just come here and expect that you learn it by just sitting around you gotta open your ears up and really tune in to what people are saying and I study a lot online, so I have a course that I'm doing there Uh, the Michelle Thomas method I really much appreciate I know uh, I was going to say I really much uh, recommend that if you want to learn a language the Michelle Thomas method they've got a lot of languages on there and uh, it's very effective for learning Um, okay let's see something uh, more on here guys so how long are you staying uh, is a question This is something that I honestly do not know. Like if you guys watched my vlog that I put up the other day, then you will know that I came here on a one-way ticket. I literally gave away pretty much all of my stuff back home. I packed one backpack. If you're watching here on YouTube, you can see it's just a blue little backpack. That's all of my stuff was in there. And uh, Essentially, I came here on a one-way with zero plans. I just had my first, uh, like, had my flight to Mexico City, and that was it. So I'm pretty much just uh, going with the flow and letting the wind take me wherever it blows. Uh, That being said, I have uh, got myself an apartment here for at least a month in this place. Uh, San Pancho, Este Pueblo, this town. But... uh, It depends on the weather and the vibe, how long I stay here. Because, you know, guys, I'm an Icelandic guy. And for me, if it gets too hot and too humid, uh, it's too much, you know. So if it, they, they tell me that it will uh, get hotter in here. So I'm going to see how that goes if it's too hot. Maybe I'll make my way down to Guatemala or Costa Rica. Originally, I was going to go straight to Costa Rica, but it was not possible to get a flight there uh, without going through the United States and going through the United States was not possible coming from Europe so Mexico ended up being the place I came but I really have a feeling that I came here for a reason Uh, I have a feeling that there is something here for me and uh, that things were set up in such a way that I ended up here and 
for me, honestly, I feel like I'm kind of in the warm-up states right now. I'm here in this town. I'm learning Spanish. I'm getting familiar with the language, getting acquainted with the culture. Um, but I feel like I will head into something uh, more of an adventure after this. Maybe I will head into the desert. Uh, maybe I will seek out curenderos or curenderas. Uh, there are the sorcerers here of Mexico. Seek out peyote and the bufo, uh, sapo toad. So I have a feeling I'm in for something even deeper here, guys. But what that is, I do not know. We will have to see and I will keep you posted. But I feel that there's some deep calling here for me and... I'm just as excited as probably more excited than you guys because this is my life <laughs> but I'm very excited for what's next and seeing uh, what's to come so yeah how long it will be I do not know but I have a feeling I will uh, stay here in Mexico for some time and then I will make my way down whether I end up in Costa Rica Peru uh, I don't know so only time will tell. Uh, here is a question in Spanish. Uh, Puedes hacer un video con el español que estás aprendido en tu viaje a México, please. <laughs> so this is a, just a. It states: Could you make a video in uh, or with Spanish? Uh, how it is learning? on this uh, travel here in Mexico so yeah I could do something like that you know that's what I'm doing right here now speaking uh, un poquito de español uh, para ustedes uh, so yeah why not you know I, I've got more vlogs on the way that I'm making so you will see more of it there um, so yeah I know a lot of you guys are Spanish speaking and appreciate to see me speaking Spanish so you can expect some more in the future, that's for sure. Uh, okay, let's uh, go to a different question. Yeah, this is going to be, uh, I guess, a little bit of a deeper one. So they say, uh, what was the hardest time you had to go through? Or, yeah, what was the hardest time you went through? So, if I'm honest with you guys... Uh, this past winter now has probably been uh, the most challenging time that I've had to go through due to physical uh, limitations that I've been experiencing that seem to uh, come out of nowhere. I can't pinpoint what happened or why I'm experiencing this, but it has been very... Uh, much of a challenge for me mentally uh, and emotionally to keep myself sane while going through physical pain and not seeing my body work in the way I would want it to uh, and yeah there have been many times where I've felt very discouraged in that you know because I have been seeing doctors and I've been seeing the different people and no one could really tell me what they thought was going on and every scan just showed me that it was all right so after a few months of that and being very down sometimes back home I just decided that I should seek an alternative way and that's why I came on this journey to be honest guys you know I came here to seek uh, help seek health and seek someone who could guide me to towards freeing myself of this pain uh, it's super difficult you know uh, but yeah for all of you guys that have gone through something uh, difficult whether that be emotionally or physically or whatever you realize that everything that comes your way like this is a teacher it's a teacher in disguise because it teaches you compassion Every single person on the planet is going through some sort of struggle. Some of them way grander than others, of course. But when you've never been through anything, uh, you cannot really authentically relate to people that are going through something. Because uh, 
there's just a different uh, there's a difference to it when you've seen it yourself because you know the depth of it and for me that has been the greatest teacher in this even though I'm still going through it I'm still going through a very difficult time when it comes to this uh, I've seen that I can better understand what people are going through because in the past I could intellectually realize that people are struggling but I couldn't feel this deep sense of compassion always and this is something that I can see clearer now you know it's the archetype of the wounded healer a person that has to go through struggle to become a healer themselves and be able to help other people out of their struggles. And for me, this is, the, this is what I see is the calling for me. Something called me forth in this lifetime to be a person who speaks up, to be a person who shares, uh, whether it be through art or simply talking straight to you like I'm doing now. And... Hopefully, uh, opening people up and uh, helping people realize the, their full potential and what is actually possible in this uh, life and in the uh, experience of being alive like we are right now. You know, that's why I do what I do because I want people to see that we're not bound by the limitations that government or media or even your friends or parents tell you that you have to do we're not bound by these limitations of what you are supposed to do what is normal what is not normal because the reality of the matter is that this is a co-creative experience and we as individuals are creating it along with everyone else we're creating it with all the other humans but also with all the plants with all the animals uh we're doing it with all the planets. We're doing it in many layers. The physical layer is the bottom of it, the slowest one of it all. But there are higher levels that we are also operating in. For example, the level of mind, which comes, uh, which all of us experience. You know, we all know that we can think about things and we can clearly make uh, thoughts in our minds where we can visualize, we can form sentences but they do not exist in physical reality. This is a level beyond that. And the levels do go up. Uh, a lot of us have not seen that, uh, but uh, I believe that everything that is happening right now on the planet is being uh, placed in front of us in order for us to level up in this way, to see the different layers that exist and to come into harmony with the entirety of existence in all of its layers so that means tapping into the spiritual realms too and i believe that to be what we need to do right now is to go into deeper connection to the spiritual aspects of life of course when i say we need to we do not need to do anything because the name of the game is uh, freedom there's nothing you need to do. You can do whatever you want. But uh, if you seek uh, to experience the highest version of yourself and the grandest experience in life that you can imagine, I do recommend exploring the spiritual realms because they will get you there. Uh, so this can be do done through many different uh, practices, whether it be the use of plant medicines, uh, psychoactive uh, medicines for example here in in Mexico they have the cactus peyote cactus and also San Pedro cactus what Shuma sometimes called they have uh, the toad sapo it means toad which is called bufo alvarius growing uh, living in the deserts the Sonoran desert here and they have the mushrooms growing down in Oaxaca too uh, which has a very deep cultural importance there I plan on making my way down but meditation movement uh, Tai Chi practice Qigong uh, contemplative, contemplative practice journaling all of this can lead you to a higher state of vibration and a deeper connection to life so I'm not going to tell you which path to choose uh, but you know that they are out there <laughs> okay so 
and let's go uh, for some other things here. There's just a question coming in in Icelandic, but this one is kind of... Uh, yeah, I'll just read it for you. It says, Takk fyrir skemmtilega posta, er því fríi, skóla eða vinnu þarna? Og hve lengi? So it just means, uh, thank you for the wonderful posts. Are you on a vacation? Or are you in school or working or whatever? And for how long? So I already told you about how long. And no, I'm not here working. I'm not in school. Uh, but I'm not really on a vacation either because I am working on the music I am writing blogs I'm studying Spanish so it's a I do not like the categories we've put as the only few ways to live life is either school work yeah and that's kind of (laughs) it those are the two most culturally accepted ways of uh, existing and living but I believe this to be a experience way grander than that, where, you know, we don't have to be working all the time to make a living. We're already alive. We're already in life. So for me, having to prove oneself worthy just of existing by working at a job or, you know, going to a university that is accepted by society... Uh, these are only a few ways to live your life, but they are not the only options. So, yeah, I am not doing any of those here. <laughs> uh, guys, I love talking with you like this. It's, there's something about just talking alone. You know, I'm sitting here in a park, uh, people passing by, dogs. I don't know how the audio is for you guys, if you can hear all the music and the birds and the background and all this. <laughs> But if you've made it this far in the podcast, I'm sending you a bunch of love uh, that you're still listening to my voice here. And yeah, just feeling the appreciation for being able to share my thoughts and feelings with you. So we've got some more questions here. Let's go and check this out. Um, Are you completely happy with your journey of life? Uh, Love you, beautiful brother. Blessings. Appreciate that. So are you completely happy with your journey of life is the question. Um, So (laughs) I guess all of us as humans do sometimes wish that things were different in a way. That we had more money, that we had better health, that we didn't say this or didn't do that. But this is something that my ego will try to trick me into believing, saying like... You know, that I have to make some more money or I have to, you know, whatever, you name it. But if I approach it from a little bit deeper understanding, I can see that everything happens for a reason. And even what might seem like a bad thing right in the moment could lead you to uh, the most beautiful experience uh, of your life. So... I like to tell the story of the Chinese farmer where the farmer uh, has a little son and they got a farm out there uh, and one day, yeah, they had only one horse and the farm and one day the son forgets to close the gates and the horse just runs away and they look away, the horse just runs into the wild they're like, all right, horse is gone and the neighbors come and they ask, you know how are you feeling? The horse is gone. You must feel terrible. And the farmer, he just says, yeah, maybe. Uh, then the next day the horse comes back and he brings five other horses that he found in the wild. So now they got six horses and they got them all there on the farm. So the, the neighbors, of course, come by and they say, this is terrific. This is terrific. And the farmer just looks at them. He's got a peaceful smile and he says again, mm, Maybe. And so the next day, the son, he is uh, taking care of one of the new horses. And this is a wild horse, so the horse kicks the son right in the arm and ends up breaking the arm of the son. And of course, like you can uh, assume by now, the neighbors come and they say, this is terrible, this is terrible. And again, the farmer says, maybe. Because the next day the military comes by and they stop at the farm and they say everyone uh, at the age of 18 now is coming with us to do their duty. And the son had just turned 18 but when they see that he's got his arm messed up 
They say that, oh no, you can't come with us because, hola, <laughs> because uh, <laughs> met a little girl, because uh, he's got a broken arm, so he can't go to the military. And of course, the neighbors come and they say, this is fantastic, this is amazing. And yet again, the farmer just says, maybe. So the moral of the story is that every single event that occurs uh, can be classified as good or bad if you want to. But that's a very limiting perspective because what is a good thing right in this moment might turn into a bad thing in the next. And what seemed like a terrible curse in the first moment might turn out to be a, the grandest blessing of your life. So for me, we can, I, I see that we can adopt two different perspectives in this because nothing is inherently uh, good or bad when you look at it this way. So the question is, are you going to assume the perspective that everything is a blessing in disguise or that everything is a curse? And for me, uh, first of all, I believe that the truth of it is that everything is a blessing in disguise. I believe that's the fundamental truth. I do not have rational proof for this, but I will uh, say that if you're skeptical about that, you can just uh, take an intellectual approach to see which serves you better when it comes to being productive, being happy and joyful in life. And you can see that simply choosing to look at things as blessings in disguise rather than curses serves you and everyone around you in a way more profound way than looking at everything as a curse does. And this is something I wrote about in a recent post I put on Instagram uh, where, uh, you know, I was putting forth this question essentially, is life happening to you or is it happening for you? When it happens to you, you're a victim of your circumstance. Everything is cursed. It's happening to you. You have no control. But when you're a conscious creator, everything that occurs in your life happens for you. Even that which might be perceived as bad. Because it all serves to help you grow into the greatest and grandest version of yourself. So that's the approach I decide to take when it comes to life honestly no uh, of course i am a human like everyone else and i do not manage to maintain this perspective uh, nearly as much as i would wish but uh, every chance i get to return to mindfulness and to return to presence i remind myself of this fact and remind myself of what i'm trying to do with life and that is, uh, in essence, to experience the highest version of the grandest uh, vision of myself. And myself is not limited to this body or to this mind. Uh, myself, if we break it down, is essentially the same as everyone else. The grandest self is the universe, the God, the all of everything, source pretending to forget that it is just in order to remember splitting itself up into different parts deciding to play the roles of seemingly different characters just so that it may interact with itself and have the experience of remembering again who uh, this being the grandest being of all truly is and that's what I believe this game is all about uh, forgetting just in order to remember <laughs> because the truth is always there the truth is always truth but if we never distance our distant distanced ourselves from the truth there would be no way to remember it again so i hope that you guys can see this in the same way that i do and i hope that this can inspire you guys uh, to look at life in a different way. See that it's not serious at all. Like, this game isn't serious, guys. We take it very seriously. We think it's a matter of, you know, all or nothing. The stakes are so high. Uh, 
whatever move we make is going to be great consequences. But the fact of the matter is that it's not serious, guys. It's all for fun. The whole game was created for sport. <laughs> so even though uh, we're seeing a very difficult time on planet Earth right now, and people are uh, largely unhappy, unfulfilled, and unhealthy, uh, many of us are waking up. But even if things would go down the drain and everything would go the worst way, we would screw up the environment so much that we couldn't repair it and everything would go uh, to shit. The thing is that this is just one planet in a vast ocean of endless amounts of stars and planets and galaxies. And in the great perspective, uh, this would be uh, a mere sand corn on the beach, you know, uh, the planet of Earth. Uh, and that gives us liberation. It lets us know that it's not this serious. But it does not uh, change the fact that we do wake up every single day as human beings here on planet Earth and we experience ourselves being here all the time. Uh, so uh, let's do the best we can to keep this place nice. <laughs> let's take care of the environment. Let's take care of our bodies. And let's realize that we are not separate from each other. That's the greatest illusion of all. That's the great trick for us to be able to remember that we are connected and for example if you just look no further than your own breath you will realize that for you to breathe you need oxygen and your body does not produce that in the lungs uh, on its own we need trees and plants to uh, make oxygen for us so we can breathe and then they take in the carbon that we breathe out so it's a cycle uh, so if you chop down the tree, essentially what you're doing is you're chopping down 50% of your lungs. Uh, the time that it takes for the tree to become you is not... Uh, it's not as clear that the tree is you because it's not attached to your body. And that's what I'm trying to say. We believe that what is in my body is me and what is not is not me. Uh, but this is a, an illusion because your body is constantly changing, taking in things and letting out things. So if you have food on the plate in front of you, it's not you, you, you it's food. But when you eat it, it becomes you. So it's all a matter of perspective. Uh, everything can become you and you can become everything. So let's realize that when we hurt another person, when we hurt the environment, we are hurting ourselves. And what is good for us is good for everyone else. What is bad for us is bad for everyone else. Because there is no separation in this game. You can't adopt a mentality of I win and you lose. Because if you're winning on another's behalf, you're essentially losing. But it just takes a little bit more time to be made manifest. You might reap a reward very uh, quick. You might get a reward right in this moment. But in the long run, you might be losing because if you made someone else lose just in order for you to win, it will come back to you, whether that be in the next day or in 10 years. Uh, but if we adopt a mentality of I win and you win too, uh, we become greater than the sum of our parts. And this is essentially what evolution is, because this creates things that didn't exist before. That's what creativity is. Uh, if we look at planet Earth, uh, before there were trees, trees were a very strange thing. They were very unnatural, we can say, because they didn't exist here. But after being integrated into society, or not into society, but into nature, for a very long time they have become a staple in nature and they're very natural uh, but right now we're seeing a digitizing of the world everything is becoming digital we have phones cameras computers uh, and we're getting more and more sucked into this uh, and it seems very unnatural now because it's so recent it just popped onto the, uh, uh, popped up onto the scene but it is not uh, 
is not apart from nature. It is a part of nature. Uh, because nature is all there is and we are a part of it and we put this together. So this is just uh, an evolution of nature, the digitizing of our world. But that being said, we must use it in the right way because what we see now more and more is that uh, we're being pushed more and more into the the digital landscape. Like uh, just with COVID, uh, everyone is spending more and more time home watching netflix or on their phone and guys i tell you this like the instagram algorithm the explore feed this is the most addictive thing like and if you're on tiktok that's probably the same it's so addictive guys like i get sucked into the loop super easy Uh, and i believe we can't lose the connection to the plants and to the soil and to the air and to the water because if we move solely into the digital landscape we will eventually starve ourselves because it's not real nutrition but if we use this technology in a productive way and uh, use it in order to advance ourselves and incorporate it with nature with life in harmony with everything on this planet, then we can see a very, very beautiful future. And this is what I believe will be made manifest. Uh, a very technical but natural future where people are well taken care of, information is easily transmitted uh, between individuals and we will all be filled with joy and creativity. But for this to uh, be made real, we must keep it as an intention in our minds. We cannot focus on the old systems that are still in place that keep on making us sick and unhealthy. We got to take the focus off them. We got to realize that maybe the big uh, giants of media and of medicine and politics don't have the people's best interest in mind. Maybe, just maybe, they are so trapped up in their own egotistical notions of uh, gaining more and more wealth that they've lost touch with the humanity of it. They've lost touch with the actuality that we're dealing with real human beings and that we're dealing with real nature, not just numbers on a screen. So we as people do have the opportunity not to abi- uh, oblige. Abi- we don't have to follow the the orders that are put before us because the people that put the orders, a uh, very large percentage of them, are not as connected to life as they should be. So I don't mean to make this sound like some kind of... Uh, demonic portrayal of the situation I believe that people are trying their best uh, but I just believe that we must take our own sovereignty uh, and our own freedom into our own hands and step out of these old systems because we clearly see that they're not serving us and if we keep on uh, going in this way we will see a very uh, changed future. You see that things could change very quick, guys. Like, right now, uh, COVID took one day for the entirety of the globe to change. took one day where everyone changed, and that's been the reality since. So we see that humans can adapt to very peculiar situations, like this one, where we are isolated from each other and locked up in boxes of pavement and we accept that as uh, the norm now so you know the next step if there becomes a next step where it becomes even stranger maybe we'll just accept it and this seems to be how we work we have a very easy time uh, just uh, accepting what is and adapting to the environment but we don't want it to keep on going so that things just become Uh, worse and worse for us with less and less freedom uh, at some point we have to wake up and say wait what is actually going on and I mean this not only just uh, 
in you know what is going on with uh, the global landscape at this moment but what is actually going on with life you know what is the game what is it because we are human beings a primate ape incarnated in flesh moving through space and time uh, on a planet uh, circulating the universe at enormous speeds uh, and just the fact that we're here looking through our eyes listening through our ears uh, (laughs) seeing and experiencing all that is it's strange guys like if you really think about it what the hell like we take this for granted every day that we just wake up yeah i'm a monkey i go to work i eat food and i sustain myself but if you really think about it you have to see the strangeness of the situation the situation we found ourselves in is incredibly peculiar and in essence unbelievable you know how does it function how how in the world does this work the fact that we can maneuver through time this idea that we are constantly evolving towards the next thing and i ask myself you know what's behind the game what started it all and why is it going on (laughs) it's a very strange one and if you get deeper into exploring beyond the physical realm as well you will see that what awaits you there is even stranger things it's uh, even more loco. It's crazy. Uh, so I think it's healthy for us all as individuals to simply open up to the question of, you know, what is going on? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a strange thing. And the fact that it all is happening here and now, the fact that we're all here to witness it, makes me very excited because some church bells going off or something makes me very excited because I am very intrigued by this and I'm interested in seeing how the drama unfolds like what's going to happen next you know what is next where are we all going Uh, what are we evolving towards because we always seem to be on the edge of it we're always on the tipping point but uh, where it leads when we will finally tip over i do not know and you know the there's a very beautiful idea put forth by terence mckenna if you're interested in very mind expanding uh lectures and ideas i recommend searching him on youtube and listening terence mckenna he has this idea of time actually working in the opposite way as we usually perceive it usually we perceive it as uh, being pushed by the past so the event right now creates the next event and it's pushing itself forward so what i do now affects the future and that future becomes the now so that what i do there changes what happens into the future from there on you get the point and this is the current model of evolution that most of us uh, buy into but he puts forth puts forth this idea of we're actually being pulled uh, forward in time so it's not that we are being pushed from the from behind but we're being pulled from uh, the future that there is a some kind of model or a, he calls it the transcendental object at the end of time that there is some reality that we're always evolving towards that already exists but in a domain beyond our current experience and that everything that happens here is being pulled uh, into the into existence essentially from the future uh, so that the fact that we became humans here on earth and evolved into humans was not because of some random selection that kept pushing us towards this evolution it was because the model of the human already existed in a different uh, domain which pulled the evolution towards itself and we see that things are always happening faster and faster 
uh, after the Big Bang, if we look at that, uh, very little happened in a very long time. And then things started to happen. Uh, clouds of gases started to uh, condense and things started to happen, happen faster. So each moment uh, uh, takes a shorter amount of time to lead into the next one. And if we just look at the human history, we see that in the past five years, there has been more evolution than in the past, uh, you know, 50 before that. And in those 50, there was more than in the past 500 and so on. So things happen faster and faster and faster. And I can't help but wonder where it's all going to lead. Is it going to keep going faster up until the point where things happen so fast that, you know, <laughs> if you just tell someone an idea, they're going to be like, no, dude, that was so five minutes ago. Like, we're into the next thing. Uh, <laughs> because that seems to be how it's going. And I see if it goes faster and faster. It's going to be like this. So you can't distinguish a moment from the next because it's uh, the speed is accelerating so much and this might lead us into a singularity uh, if you guys are into physics or stuff like this it would be for me it makes more sense that this leads into a singularity than the actual fact that we came from a singularity before the big bang possibly we came from a singularity which had emerged exactly in the same way from a previous universe but I see that things will speed up so much that you will not be able to differentiate anything from anything because it's all happening at the same time. And when you reach that state, uh, everything is happening and everything ex is existing, but simultaneously nothing is existing and nothing is happening. And that is this point of singularity. So possibly, this is just an idea, possibly from there on will merge the next uh, cycle of a universe I, I don't know but that is quite possible um, so yeah maybe we will see things just getting crazier so fasten your seatbelts guys we're in for a crazy ride we don't have much time until we run out of natural resources or uh, screw up the planet in too big of a way so right now is the time Right now is the time to change. The moment is always right now. We're always here in the ever-present now. So the question simply is, who are you going to be? Who are you going to be right here and now? Are you going to be someone who contributes to more love, more life, more joy, pleasure, connection? Or are you going to be someone who is in constant resistance who is uh, stuck in the change of their own change of their own mind and body? I think it's a very clear answer for all of us, and I encourage you to think about this for yourself. To go and see: Are the ideas that I'm holding on to in my mind actually true, or is it just something that I have uh, acquired from culture, from parents, from media? Because most of our thoughts are like that we did not choose them ourselves so we have to be open to seeing that maybe what we believe right now is worth letting go of maybe what we've been uh, seeing as truth is not inherently true so feel free to question your own beliefs and when you see someone doing something that uh, you feel like is wrong or you feel like is uh not something you do or or uh, something that gives you like you know this feeling like why the hell is he doing that uh, ask yourself why this resistance shows up in you why are you so uh, triggered by someone living their life because if what they're doing is not harming anyone else uh, most likely it's completely fine so <laughs> Yeah, let's see that everyone is on their own path. Everyone is uh, going through their own journey and we're all walking each other home. There is no other place to go. Eventually, it will all be fine. We will all make it back. So don't worry, guys. It's all going to be all right. We will all be safe. We will all be good. 
Ah, so on that note, I'm going to conclude this podcast episode. If you made it this far, yet again, I'm sending you enormous amounts of love, peace and light into your life. Hope that you're doing very well. If you have any questions regarding uh, the topics I touched on, feel free to send me them, whether that be on my website, stefanelli.life, Instagram, Facebook, comment it here on YouTube or wherever. And if you want to help out, just like I said in the beginning of the conversation, uh, please head over to Patreon. There you can find unreleased music. I've got a new song there with Ivan Mentes, which no one has heard. Um, more unreleased tracks from my album that I'm working on, along with poetry and more. Uh, and share the podcast, share the music, share the Instagram posts, comment, like. It really helps. I know you guys think like, oh yeah, you know, it doesn't matter if I throw in one comment or not. But honestly, it does. So I love to hear your feedback. I love to hear how you guys are doing. I love to catch up with you on mess messages uh, on Instagram, talk with you guys. So yet again, sending you endless love. And I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of the day or rest of the evening or whatever it is that you are in right now. <laughs> So, love and light, this has been the Stefanelli Podcast. Looking forward to see you on the next one. <laughs>